you're listening to the Vital Moments Podcast. My name is David. I'm joined by two guests today, which is a lot of fun. It's our first time ever doing a three-person interview Woo. on the Vital <laughs> Moments Podcast. Amy and Ron, how's your Monday morning going? So far, so good. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is, <laughs> this, this is, eh? this, yeah, yeah, last week, yeah. last week I was in the host role and <laughs> now I'm, I'm just like an add on today. Cause Amy, obviously you kicked the series off that we're in and then David's a regular host. So I'm just kind of, I here. had someone comment last, uh, last week near the end of the week. They're like, Ron is the host. Like he was really coming at it. It was awesome. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it. But, I guess, Ron, today you are your co-host today, really, if you oh, really think okay. about it. So let me up my so, game. Let me stretch yeah. for a second. And, okay, there put, we go. Put that okay. hosting hat back on and keep it going. Um, yeah, because Amy brought the message this past weekend, yeah. and I mean it, brought the message this weekend. <laughs> um, but before we jump into Amy really asking you questions about what God put on your heart and the direction of the talk, um, Ron, I want to push it over to you because – it's the month of prayer at Vital Point Church. We've never done a yeah. full-on month. We've done a week of prayer. We've done our Thursday morning prayer call for the last few years. So why a full-on month? Well, first of all, I need to acknowledge uh, your deep Monday morning voice. It's yes. got that prayer voice feel. <laughs> it's, when I, it's the voice I put on for my prayer closet. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, guys, I mean, the three of us are on our teaching team here at Vital Point Church. And, you know, the three of us work extremely hard around mm -hmm. crafting and developing the gift that God's given to us as teachers and communicators at Vital Point Church. And what I love about this moment is, you know, what I had actually talked with somebody yesterday, I had a chat with somebody at, at Starting Points. It was interesting because, oh, no, it wasn't Starting Points. It was some other conversation with someone yesterday where we talked about how when talks are written here at vital point church they go to the teaching team right yeah mine go to you guys yours comes to like if amy wrote this amy wrote this talk it came to me it came to you dave and yeah. and we we take this serious so when you think about the prayer month and the development of this simply put guys i i believe that in order for us to fully understand and grow in our kingdom assignment as a church, mm -hmm. the fuel of prayer will be that thing that God uh, reveals future things, reveals his presence, his power. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see prayer as that pathway for us into more of the fullness of the expression of Vital Point Church. And, you know, the more I, and I'm, I'm pretty convinced that, this is an area that people desire to grow in, but are afraid of. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, Absolutely. and it's, it's like this mystery thing. And I think over the month, if we can sort of debunk some of that, mm -hmm. we'll be able to see the richness. And, and for many people that I, I would also add this as we go through the prayer practice this month and basing it some on the practicing the way, is that there are, will be some, if they actually lean into this, that there will be an excitement and a vibrancy to their faith. Many people are bored with their faith because their prayer life is non-existent. Yeah. 
And I only know that from my own life. By no means am I pointing fingers at people. Uh, (laughs) It is the reality of um, that I have had to discipline myself like everything else in my walk with Jesus is, Mm -hmm. is that the richness of my relationship will be what I put into the dynamic of prayer. So anyway, that's why I want to do it. A whole month I think is, is an important step. Yeah. Like we've got, we've got four weeks planned around this series for the month of February, plus a prayer and communion night that's happening this Wednesday, which we've never done something like this specific. Yeah. Which Um, is what date? February 7th. February 7th yeah, at 7 p.m. across all of our sites. So if you're in Clinton, it's going to be happening in Clinton. If you go to Exeter, it's happening in Exeter. If you're part of the Poplar Hill community that reaches all the towns around it in the region there, yeah. make sure you get to Poplar Hill um, yeah. at 7 o'clock. It's going to yeah, be a and, powerful And just day. to mention that Forrest is not yet having their prayer yes. event. That'll be in next year's uh, plans. But um, yeah. yeah, if people yeah. are listening from Forrest – they can come to the Poplar Hill site. So 100%. Okay. Let's jump into this first conversation, talking to God. I really loved it, Amy. In a way, you had this one moment in the talk. It's not talking at God. It's talking to God. Mm-hmm. And before we get into the main content of, of the discussion and conversation that you had with all of our communities, what's like the – like Ron asked this great question a few times as he's hosting. So I'm stealing his hosting way. Is What's the big takeaway that you wanted for people? in this conversation when it comes to talking to God? Yeah, I think um, what was just said earlier here is sort of that like debunking the mystique and the like feeling like, oh, I can't, I can't do this, or I don't even know how to do this. So for me, this, especially launching this series was just a like, hey, let's just start and let's just figure this out together Mm. and, and trying to strip away some of those things that maybe hold us back from stepping into that place and recognizing that that opportunity for us to come to God came with a great price. And so as a result, hopefully that can help strip away some of the the fears or the worries or the hesitations of stepping into that space. So for me, my heart was like, Hey, let's, let's just try this. Let's just let it be awkward. Let it be what it is. And, and let's just start. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting as I was, I got to watch your message and partake in it twice right with a video site and the way it lands for two services is is fascinating mm. the 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 leaning in of the people is 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 different in both services and the first service there was this real sense of like does god actually think i'm worthy enough right to hear my voice does he actually want to mm-hmm. and so we spent some I spent some time as, as the conversation was going, was just praying into that, that people would feel worthy enough. Well, why do you think we play the head game or have the heart struggle of feeling worthy enough to come before God? That's a great question. I think like there's, there's a lot of pieces and dynamics to that because at the end of the day, and you know, sometimes I forget when I said what, when, um, but <laughs> yeah, that's the struggle. Yeah. Like, um, no matter what, we, we have an acknowledgement of the humanity that we live in and the, the spaces that we live in that are marked by sin, that are marked by um, truly unworthiness. Because at the end of the day, we are unworthy, but the point is, is that Jesus made us worthy, yeah. right? We get to approach him, not because of our righteousness, our right standing, but because of putting on Christ. And so I think that so often um, 
there's those those elements of just the tension of living in a world that is marked by this and what that looks like but also we have to acknowledge that there is an enemy of our souls that would love nothing more for us to stay out of the presence of god wow. love nothing more than for us to not enter into his yeah. presence and be changed and transformed because when we do yeah. that we then become like aware of our identity, aware of who we are, aware of who he is. And that just like that space mm. fires us up to be able to go out into the world and to bring that change and transformational work that comes from that secret place with God. And so there's that tension of just being bound by our flesh, living in a world that is marked by these things. And also there is an active enemy that would love for us to stay silent and love for us to feel like you are not good enough to enter into that space. Cause he's a bully, right? He tempts us, <laughs> yeah. he steps into that space and then he bullies us and shames us. Like, I can't believe you did that. You're such a failure as a Christian. And I think too, even with those pieces, like I really felt a sense of this for people who have been followers of Jesus for a long time or have grown up in the church. And there's this feeling sometimes of I should be so much further along and that shame, just they allow that to sink so far deep inside their souls that they don't even feel like they can come because they feel like they're so far behind. And um, yeah, so it's just really debunking some of that shame and letting that brush off because Jesus paid it all for us to be able to do this. So it's, yeah, yeah it's important. I love that. Rod, do you have a do you have a thought or a question no, for Amy? No, I I phased out. I wasn't even sure what she was saying. <laughs> I'm just you're, here. You're just lost in the power of what she well, just dropped on us. I, I I mean, Amy's right. I mean, there's there's a piece mm -hmm. of I I would say this that for someone who's brand new to faith or is exploring faith that there's an element of understanding the holiness of God. And so God is holy. And if a person is aware of their own uh, personal brokenness, there is that sense of, who am I? Like yeah. I talk to people over the years as a pastor and they'll say to me, like, I don't even think about you know, praying or going to God. And it's like, what that, like, this is the beauty of what mm. Jesus did for us and the power of the Holy spirit is we get to do that. And so, or the flip side of it is, is that we just, again, I go back to the boredom phrase is that, yeah. you know, we, yeah, just fall short of our prayer life because, you know, we think we got this and don't need God. So mm. yeah. I, don't, yeah. I really like what you did, Amy, with the conversation of, bringing us to the reality of what Jesus did. Mm -hmm. Like mm. he actually is the yeah. bridge in which we can come before God, right? You even talked about um, the curtain being torn apart, the reality of how big it was, how thick it was. That was the separation between yeah. God and his people. And only certain people were allowed in. And, and then when Jesus died on the cross and said, it is finished, there's this piece of like, God's presence is with us. We can come before him in humility, in our brokenness. What are you laughing about, Rod? Uh, uh, I sat in the live experience of this. I have not watched the video of this, but I was in the live experience. And when Amy kicks into yeah. preach mode, it's like, yeah, look out. Like, it really is. Um, I don't know if she did that on the video. I'm assuming she did it on the video because – you know, oh, we're sure we're all honing our craft to speaking to cameras for, but yeah. uh, you know, there's there's this mm -hmm. moment where she mm -hmm. let's talk about Amy like she's not on the call. Yeah, yeah, it was so, true, David. It's it's beautiful what she did there. But I want to lead into this 
because of what Jesus has done for us, gone to the cross, buried, risen again by the power of the spirit of God, mm -hmm. conquered death, allows us to actually enter into the presence of God. And many of people are beginning to understand that they actually carry the presence of God through the Holy Spirit, ones that are followers of Jesus. Mm -hmm. It really comes down to this understanding, for me at least as a pastor, how do I help people just start? Yeah. Just start. And you had some really good points that um, come yeah. from your talk. I'm just going to rattle them off quickly and we can open them up. Decide on a time and place every day this week. Just mm -hmm. try for seven days in a row. If it's five minutes, great. If it's 30, amazing. If it's an hour, you're basically already in heaven. I'm just kidding. You're not. But oh decide it on a time and a place every day, right? And mm -hmm. decide on that commitment of time that mm -hmm. I just joked about. And then this allows us to create routines and rituals, which you talked about, where it, it, it's a everyday daily prayer habit that you look forward to. It's like mm -hmm. your heart is longing for more. Yeah. It's just like Ron says, like in our gatherings, we want to leave people wanting more, right? And our prayer life can be that. Hmm. And you, you gave us those three simple but powerful quick steps into just starting. Yeah. Hmm. And I said it in our Exeter location, and I'll say it here. Many of us have jobs. Many of us have passions in our life. And we give all of our life to that. What if we gave 10% of our creativity and passion to prayer this week of what we put into other things? What would happen? Well, that comes back to Amy. Unpack for us. This is my co-host hat. Unpack for us, Amy. I, I mean, this is your talk. Dave is giving your talk for you. Um, uh, he's so right on the practicality. But you said something about... Um, don't see this as an addition and a subtraction. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. So that was followed in the tips, right? So there were sort of these like starting points and then tips to just sort of help us as we enter into those starting points. But I think that's something really important. I mean, I've been working through a, a person in our connect group, specifically one-on-one -on -one with this of like, it's so easy sometimes to come into church and feel like, oh man, this is like another thing I have to do. Right. But that idea of spiritual formation, it is something that is a slow process, but something that is not about adding more. It's about yeah. taking away. It's, I think it's about like refining our lives, right? Looking at where am I spending time? Where are these places and spaces I'm part of? And what is maybe good, but it's not the thing that's leading me to life. Right. And so just rearranging our mm. schedules and our life around this idea of how can I prioritize this? Like, how can I actually make it? a central piece and important part and in my talk i sort of like had yeah an example of like when jeremy and i were dating and getting to know one another right those really short conversations quickly turn into long hours and like that i looked forward to i made time for it was a priority for me and so mm. i think that what will start as a discipline for so many people will soon turn into something that they love and i warned everybody when you set that 10 minute timer whatever it is it will be the longest 10 minutes of your life to start but as you continue in that practice, as you learn what it means to actually like connect and commune with God, that 10 minutes will start to fly by and there's 
you know, there's still some t morning struggles where I looked over the clock. I'm like, oh, really? That's all we've been doing. Okay. <laughs> you know, like yeah. there's not every morning isn't, you know, we're growing in this, right? Every morning is not the same. It's, it's different. And there's sometimes where I'm more tired, sometimes where I'm more aware and just learning to like, yeah, have those pieces to understand, to take the pressure off of our shoulders, to take and debunk that mystique and, and just learn like, let's just start somewhere and God will honor our showing up regularly and again you're gonna get out of it what you put into it so if you go in yeah, this i like, love that one i, I want to go for this i want to get at the heart of this um so i'm gonna do everything i can in applying these practices to my life to get to that space so uh you two have kids dave and hannah you have little ones Amy and Jeremy have little older kids. We don't have any at home. I have the luxury of a full morning. Like this morning I was up at 10 to five. I was in my chair. I was reading. I was journaling. I was praying. Mm -hmm. um, the realization is that there are a lot of young families in our church. Mm -hmm. And to talk about adding a specific time of prayer into mm -hmm. our day means there are sacrifices we make in other areas, right? Yeah. Um, David, I know, because I'm obviously close enough to you to know that there are times, like your girls get up early, but you get up earlier. Yeah. Right? And Amy, I think you, you know, you hit, you did a great job of like, hey, the night before, make the lunches, put your clothes out so that you can get up and not, or, or the scrolling. I actually watched a teenager look at their mom <laughs> when you said that. And I was like, oh, that kid just called his mom out. I was just like, no yeah. way. It was epic. Um, stern talking to you on the way home. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but here, here's the point that I think you were so mm. helpful in making, Amy, is that no, no more excuses. Right. Like, if, yeah. if we really do believe that prayer is a critical part of the vibrancy, if it's vital to our walk with Jesus, then maybe we should not watch five Netflix shows before we go to bed. And then before we know it's midnight, maybe we should only watch three. So we're going to bed at 10, mm -hmm. right? And we're able to get up earlier. Um, I, I, I am convinced, I'm going to talk about it this week a little bit coming up. I am convinced that uh, we have adopted an ease about our faith where it doesn't require any sacrifice, but yet we complain about our, that, oh, I don't see God. I don't experience Jesus. Well, like, what are you doing to sacrifice to make sure that you are? Yeah. Right? Um, I don't know, guys. I, I believe that this series and Amy, those little subtleties of those moments um, were powerful. Sorry for that ding. If you just heard that, um, um, oh, who in the world is this? Someone keeps texting me. Um, can you hear that? Press on. No, we good. can't. Okay, good. Okay, good. Um, squirrel. Let's, yeah. We, we love up. to, we love to make excuses. Well, I deserve to sit here, uh, yeah. and watch Netflix cause I've had a bad day. And so we try, yeah. it's our stronghold. We numb ourselves, yes. we distract ourselves, yeah. but yet in the morning when the alarm goes off, we, we hit snooze, it's snooze, it's snooze, it's snooze. Cause we're just so exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. no more excuses. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. let's lean in, put the clothes out early in the morning, make the lunch yep. if you have to. Yep. Set the coffee maker. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The discipline often for those things so lies in not in the getting up early, but in the night before and mm -hmm. what we do in the evening, right? And I remember one one talk I was sitting in, and this guy was like, "Nothing good happens after ten o'clock, anyways. So why are you still up? Like, what are you doing?" So yeah. it's just that's where the discipline so often lies, I think, for us mm -hmm. and reminding my flesh when that alarm goes off of like, we love this place. So let's get to it. And yeah, yeah I had snooze a couple times this morning. So it was a battle for me. But, yeah. Off to a bad start on the month of prayer. No, I'm just kidding. Big day yesterday. No, you did have a great day. It was a day. day for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amy, We're, thank you so much for this yeah. message. Thank yeah, you great. for kicking off this series of talking to God. This week is talking with God, right? Okay. Yeah, it is. Ooh. Yeah. Talking with God. How do you do yeah. that? We'll have to I come. Have no clue. Up. But by, <laughs> by Thursday at 1130, I will know. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, thank God. you to you guys being on here today. So it's grateful great. for it. And, uh, this month of prayer, make sure if you can make it out to one of the prayer nights at one of the three sites of Exeter, uh, Poplar Hill or Clinton Forest, like Ron said, if you're in the area and you want to make a trek down into Poplar Hill, make sure you're there. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks so much. Peace out. Thanks. Guys. See ya.